Yeah, it's not fine. Uh, this morning, hopefully you we are not recording it. I wanted McDonald's so badly. So oh, it's I recording. <laughs> oh, it is. That is. Well, I got McDonald's this morning. Yeah, we won't use it. I wanted. I wanted. And I, I ate two sausage, biscuit, and eggs. The shitty ass. I felt sick afterwards, but it felt good eating it. What's up, crew? Welcome to an NSFW podcast. Before you click away, that doesn't mean not safe for work. In this world, it is no substitute for hard work. In this series, I'm looking to sit down with athletes, box owners, brands, influencers, anyone in the space of training and getting better, I wanna sit down and talk to you. So if you're someone like that or you know someone who's in that world, let me know down in the comments and I will definitely wanna reach out and see if we've got time or if we can set something up. In the future, these will exist in their own subcategories like NSFW athlete or NSFW business. But in this case, I sit down with Neil Maddox, which as most of you know, he owns a couple businesses and is a CrossFit Games athlete. He's been to the game seven times in the past and will be making his eighth appearance this year in the 40 to 45 Masters Division. We had a chance to sit down and talk about Neil's future plans, going to West Regional, the games, and some of the things that he's doing with Maddox Method. So grab a Fit Aid, kick back, and enjoy this podcast. You see the one where you have to hold the dumbbell overhead and then hold one to your side? No, I you heard about it lunge. yesterday, yeah. I was, after assault bike and step ups, 50 step ups with 70 pounds. You mean 140 pounds, technically? Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, I've done 135 on the back. I wonder that's if they'll so let different. you put them up on your shoulders. I doubt it. Because that makes it easier. Yeah. It's that like yeah. swaying that they're trying to get you to have to do and deal with. First thing I want to do, because I found that a warm-up in this is very much needed. Because yeah. everyone always starts out like answering weird. So I'm going to ask you, what your what's your review, in, a quick review, of oh. Infinity War? It's a great movie. <laughs> That's too quick. Well, 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 what did I say? It's, it's a great movie. Uh-uh. Man, it's just a good movie. What was your favorite moment? When all the characters died. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, that was it. That, that the was real Neil Matt. No, no, <laughs> because you never see a bad guy. You never see a bad guy win. And so, actually, I mean, when they actually look at Thanos, it, is he really a bad guy? When with what he, if you listen to his message of what he's trying to accomplish, but that sucks. Is that you could look here and then all the people in the gym, and then all of a sudden, if they people are just disappearing that would be pretty crazy the first thing i'm gonna ask and hopefully you can keep it short but not too yeah. short like your first quick answer uh who is neil maddox um who is neil maddox i mean there's a couple of different versions of neil maddox there's a the games version of neil maddox there's a the family side of neil maddox and then there's a the crossfit coach side of neil maddox so there's a couple of different versions of neil maddox but uh today you're going to get probably the coaching side of Neil Maddox. And what, what does that necessarily entail? Like, what do you... Um, you know, I mean, I come from a football background, so when I come from a football background, I'm pretty intense. I play defense, so, you know, we had to bring the heat. So I'm pretty intense. Um, be, be, besides the intensity, I, you know, I try to apply all the different, the different te coaching techniques that were applied to me. You know the different the different disciplines and sentence structure, um, being passionate, loving what you do, 
um, but uh, most of all, just uh, helping people achieve their results. Awesome. Um, and then when did that sort of love for fitness then, because that explanation was basically purely fitness, yeah. mostly. Um, when did you know that you wanted to live a life of, of getting fitter? So it all started, it started at a very young age. I mean, very young age. I think I was nine or 10 years old when I was doing push-ups and sit-ups and stuff. And so that carried over. And uh, I think that they, they, what really struck me in the fitness was um, I went to Bret Hart Middle School and uh, there's this guy named uh, Pat Tillman back then. He was an eighth grader, I was a seventh grader. And they're in the weight room and they're lifting and they're benching 105 easy and just got up to 135 and they're benching it easy. And then one of the kids challenged me and said, oh, you can't lift this. And so I went under the bench, lifted 105, and it went boom, hit my chest, and I couldn't lift it up. I mean, from that day forward, that day probably sparked a little bit of a, um, intensity in the sense of to start training. And then when I got to high school, it just I was a, I was a gym rat. I was in the weight room every single day. But when I really decided that I wanted to really help people was uh, – in college, I um, I did an internship and I was working with people who had disabilities, and that that right there changed the course of what I was going to do with my career and everything. So you'd say that's what made you want to be a coach then? Um, so I was or instilled it, the idea of being a coach. Yes, it, it instilled the idea of being a trainer slash coach, and I I went to went on to try to play football. When that didn't survive, I uh, tried to be a coach of football, and then a coach uh, for personal, you know, also a personal trainer, but yet more of the avenue went into personal training because of the simple fact that it was my own business. It was, I got to control and run things versus coaching. I was under someone else's structure. But not only that, when you coach at high school level and all that stuff, it's hard to really make a living or the get the, get the money you need to provide for a family. So I had to find a different avenue to be able to su provide and support a family. Awesome. Yeah, I always forget because you've mentioned uh, Tillman a couple of times, but like that type of story, I feel like that's every successful person's story, at least someone who's a master at something. They see someone else doing something they want to do. The reason why I'm good at handstands or doing like weird acrobat yeah. stuff is because in middle school, I saw some kid do a front handspring. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. First time I did it, I went flying on my butt, but it's like over and over and over again doing it or like power clean. The first time I ever did a clean, I did it on my back, barbell over the body, rolling over my face. I was like, yeah, okay, clearly that needs a little practice. Man. So that's a that's awesome uh, story. But now, why, what keeps you going then now? Because you're 40, you're in the master's division for CrossFit. What is it that keeps you coming into the gym, wanting to train hard, even though you still, you have to recover a little um, longer? You know, what keeps me going each and every day is I haven't been able to win the games and um that's that's all that's the ultimate goal the ultimate goal is to win the crossfit games and uh if you look at most football players or basketball players or baseball players they're always holding on until they win a championship and um you know i want to win i want to win you know that's that's bottom line is i want to win you know ideally i wanted to win in the open division because that's way more that 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 weighs that that's so much more of a harder hitter than the masters but now i just have to go with who is in my age group and stick with with that you know um so it's a little bit different it's not going to have it's not going to bring as much popularity or as much um respect but it's still going to give me respect respect if i if i win it will give me respect amongst my peers so and those are people in my age group. 
Cool. And that so this will be number. This is the eighth games. Eighth games. I was going to go higher. I don't yeah, know why. So six games as an individual took a year off, had surgery, uh, came back the second year, took second in the thirty-five to thirty-nine. Um, I I kind of underperformed in that one. Uh, you know, Kyle got me on the last day. I didn't have my legs on the last day, but I'm way more prepared this year, and uh, I will make sure that that will never happen again. That's it. That's it. Bella, go get your go get your toy. <laughs> Always got the pups with you. Yeah. Um, cool. So, do you feel like you're in a better place than you were last year leading up to the games, uh, or do you feel like you still have some some work to do, or? Uh, I feel like I'm in a better a better place than I was last year. One, um, last year I qualified for regionals, but I didn't compete in regionals. This year I qualify for regionals. I'm only compete, and the purpose of competing is to prep me for the games. Last year, taking two years off from competition to go into the games, it was my first competition. It was like, okay, what to expect, but now I know what to expect. I kind of got the internal drive back. Um, you know... Am I fitter? I think I'm a fitter version of me at 40, but every year that I get older, it's a, it's a different type of fitness because I can't compare 39 to 35 to 32 because each year carries different, a, different, a different weight of fitness. And as I get older, I notice that some things, as much as I'm trying to say they aren't disappearing, some things are disappearing. So I am fit for my age. Um, it's just I'm... I'm a different fit than I was at 39, and a 39 different fit from 38, and so on. Cool. Uh, do you feel like you're you're sort of hiding behind age, or like trying to trying to mask it a little bit, or do you are you sort of um, I guess have you found yourself okay with the fact that you're in an older age group when it comes to, uh, you know, to training? I, um, you know. If, you know, I accept the fact that Father Time comes knocking at everyone's door. I think a lot, of, a lot of times people are scared of aging and they're scared of the process that it goes through. But I know that it's a process of life and um, I know it's something that I have to just, it's been hard to accept, but learn to accept and um, just learn that each year I have, to, I, I have to set new PRs for myself. So I don't, I mean, it's hard to compare myself, like I said, to previous years. So I look at what's a PR for this year? What's a PR for this age? Because as time goes on, I'm not going to be able to snatch 300 pounds. I'm not going to be able to squat 500 pounds. I'm not going to be able to deadlift five, whatever. You know, I'm not going to be able to lift those weights. So I have to look at what I can do at that age in that time frame when it, when it, when it comes. I guess that kind of is a good segue into you know, why did you start Maddox Method then? Because you've been doing uh, a training program for a pretty long time. You stuck to the same thing for a while, and then you made the decision to make something yourself. Um, and I, I think part of that was probably so that you can figure out the master's side of programming, uh, but obviously so, your point of view. So the first three years when I went to the games, I well, the first three and a half years uh, into training, I went to the games programming everything myself. Then for two and a half years, I had someone else uh, pretty much uh, do some of the programming for me because one, I was running a business. Two, I didn't want to have to think about everything when, uh, you know, I just wanted to be able to pick up my shoes and start training. But what I started realizing is that, you know, that, you know, with all the knowledge that I had previously and then the knowledge I got from when someone was programming for me, not coaching, but programming for me, 
and then taking that year off, I realized that I had things to offer because I've worked with China Chow, I've worked with Jason Kalipa, I've worked with Garrett Fisher, I've worked with a lot of different athletes, and I've been able to help them just like they were able to help me in being a previous coach in a sport playing football. I realized that I can transfer my my the, those those aspects of coaching into the CrossFit world, um, meaning the motivation, the inspiration, the, the strategy, the planning, the whole nine yards to get the ultimate program, the Maddox method. I mean, there's so many programs out there. You know, you have to figure out what works best for you and stuff like that. And if you stick to any program for six to six months to a year, you're going to see benefits. My whole thing is, is that I have, you know, I've been in the thick of things. I've trained with the best of them. Um, I've learned from a lot of previous failures, and so this year, I took it upon myself to gather all that information that I've had and I've developed over the years, and put myself right in the thick of it and follow my own method in order to see where that leads me. And so far, so far, it's been producing the results that I uh, that I want. Um, I didn't win the open, which I took second. I was pretty disappointed in that, but I made a mistake on a workout and. That's my bad. I can't can't take it back, but that's my bad. But then in the um, in the qualifiers, it's just the qualifiers. I took three firsts in a in eleventh. Um, so I know that my programming right now is structured and and is gearing me towards where I need to go because I looked at all the different aspects of the training over the years. I looked at the games. I looked at the qualifiers. I looked at everything. And I started my training a little bit later this year. So a lot of athletes start their training right after the games. Me, I didn't start really training for CrossFit games until about January. Um, as I get older, I it, it, earlier in my career, right when the games was over, I was prepping for the games. As the years went by, I'd take one month then two months, then three months. Now I have to get myself ready for the games way later so I don't get burnout because uh, I've just learned from the previous experiences. But the whole purpose uh, with, the, with, the, with the program that we have is building on top of volume and, uh, and maximizing intensity. And there's going to be some weeks where there's volume, but then there's going to be some weeks where we're just focusing purely on intensity because you have to get your body adapted to... Um, that high stress, that 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 high amount of work, but then at the same time tone it down so you can maximize the goods of just crushing yourself in you know some short pieces. So, like I said, I've applied a lot of that stuff to myself. I'm applying it to the people who've worked here, and like I said, a lot of them are my gym members that you see in here. And I've just seen the average Joe and how much they have improved, and where they can go to other places, and they're like, hey. Other coaches say, whatever you're doing, you're doing a good job because we're just killing it there. So obviously the program works um, in the sense that it's delivering fitness to people and um, it's getting them the, the results and um, the uh, motivation that they need to keep pushing forward. Nice. So I've got a string of questions from yep. what you just said. Uh, hopefully I'll remember them all. But number one, how important do you think it is that you're doing your program? that you're sending to other people? Because I've followed a few programs yep. and I imagine that whoever's making the workouts aren't typically doing the whole entire yep. stretch of programming. So the purpose of me doing the program is because uh, that 
I want to make sure that I have, so when people ask me, how am I supposed to feel or how is this supposed to work the whole nine yards? I need to be able to explain to them, this is what you're going to feel here. This is what's going to go. The reason why I do my own work is so I can better, um, better serve your better serve exactly better serve, serve my uh, my my clientele base and get them get them to understand the feelings like they'll, they'll be like how did you know about this feeling or that feeling in the workout i'm all i did it so i know where you need to breathe where you need to take a break where you need to push the whole nine yards so i mean and it might be at a different level because you are in a, in yeah. a games realm and a lot of the people that are going to do this program like myself included uh-huh. aren't going to be able to hit certain time stamps but you're you're focused mostly on like the fatigue factor and I mean you're you've been in the industry for so long that you can scale what you felt and understand because I've, I've argued with you before on yeah. whether or not I should feel a certain way yeah. but in your mind when you say it it's just you you mean at my level I should be this yeah because I've hit a time uh, in a workout that you mentioned and I was like how did he know <laughs> how did he know <laughs> he's not supposed to be able to know that but yeah. yeah so I think it's awesome that you are doing the programming you're probably always going to be doing that because even if you do you decide after this games it's done you're not going to compete anymore you're probably still going to be programming and doing that because that's your life i mean the 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 whole idea is being being able to extend myself outside of here and not just be in my gym but nowadays you know having your program you can just have your gym but have extensions of your gym everywhere so that's basically what it is is extending myself not only here but extending myself worldwide because i know that um there's been people in the past who've inspired me um and i wish that you know we had the communication the type of communication that we have today back then because that would allow me way more accesses to a lot of different opportunities however now that now that we have these opportunities now i want to be able to um extend myself to those who want help and stuff and and i'm more of the uh more of the type of coach who if, if you have a question, I want the athlete to text me. Uh, if you're on my online programming and all that stuff, I want you to text me. I want you to ask me questions. I want to know how you're doing. I want I want weekly check-ins and stuff like that. I mean, I have a couple of guys on my speed dial now, and I'll just, hey, how did this go? Are you doing this program? How's that? I want to hear their feedback. You know, I'm not the coach where I'm going to say, hey, this is the way everything goes, this, that, that, this. I have my ideas, but if they feel that something's lacking, I want to add those pieces. Trust me, I'm, I've learned that you have to – through football and stuff like that, you have to you have to grow with the times. The athlete, the, the the student changes over the years, and you have to be able to adapt. And if you can't adapt and you can't change, then uh, you're just going to you know kill yourself over or fold yourself up. It's true. Um, and then the other one that I had come up with was uh, so you mentioned as a masters athlete, you your training changed. So as an open athlete, you finish the games. You immediately, maybe a, a week off, if that. You know, you're in the gym right away, training at right. volume. Now you train. You're not taking any real time off. You're training, but it's not at the volume that you would for the game. So you're pushing that all the way to January. Would you say that that's helped you tremendously as a masters athlete and something that you could give to other masters athletes? So that that that's helped me as a. So that's why you know when I'm doing the open, I'm a little bit. I'm still training, getting my legs under me and all that stuff. So I'm not really where I need to be, and that's why by the qualifiers I'm hitting numbers and stuff. But. I did that because once in San, I had to, I had to stay sane. If I start training right away, my gym members are going to feel it right away. And um, I just one was sanity, two was body 
like just body stability in the sense of if I started way earlier, I break down way faster. And just like right now, getting for regionals, you know, getting ready for regionals. I mean, I, I, I mean, shit, I haven't felt some of these pains in a while and I'm feeling them because one, it's overuse, meaning that you're, you're, you're going to practice these, these workouts and when you practice them, you're going to drill them, drill them, drill them. So you get overuse injuries. So I have to maintenance those and, um, you know, and the second part of it is, um, the second part of getting yourself uh, ready for regionals, I actually lost my train of thought, but the second part of it was I don't want to go out on the floor and shit the bed. I want to be able to perform. I don't care if I'm 40. I don't care what age. And I'm not, if, if, if I don't make it, I'm not going to blame it on age. It's just I wasn't fit enough or I wasn't prepared enough to do it. But I don't want to shit the bed. So I'm going to do anything and everything that I can set myself up for success because that's the type of person that I am. I'm going to do everything the right way and um, put my all out effort into it. And um, hopefully, if by the end of the day, if everything's said and done, I'm sitting where I need to sit and uh, I can represent my gym well. Because when I do do regionals, I don't look at it just me. I'm representing my community and I'm representing the people, you, everyone else who's a part of the, the, the method and uh, the Maddox method and extreme athletics. That's what I'm representing. Awesome. So we're going to get into some technical stuff a little yep. bit as far as like what the program yep. is. Um, so let's just start with the basic program. If I was to go in, sign up today, mm -hmm. what would you expect from a day on, on the Maddox method? So if you just sign up for a basic program now, with the basic program is going to have some GPP strength and it's going to have some accessory work. So you're looking at about, well, you're going to have a warm up to and a cool down. So you're looking at about 60 minutes of work. If you're looking at the master's program, the master's program, you're going to probably be looking at probably about 90 minutes of work because you're you're doing your you know you're doing your basic wad of the day. You're going to do some strength work. I mean, if everyone knows me, I mean, I've always been known to be a strong athlete, and so I I believe strength can set you free in a lot of things. And um, you know, a lot of my programs have good strength protocols to it. But then also you're going to have some Olympic lifting in there and then you're going to have different accessory work from gymnastics to midline to metabolic conditioning um, to just grunt work, meaning that you are lifting heavy shit and pushing heavy shit or pulling heavy shit or doing some ob object carry or ob object lifting or throwing or something like that. But you're going to have a variety in there. But like I said, it's scaled down to your 90 minute version. Now, if you're in the comp program, there's going to be volumization, meaning that you will have weeks where the volume's here and you'll have weeks where the volume's here. And the whole purpose of that is manipulation of the body. But that has all the foundations on it. That has everything that a games athlete needs to be, or a regional athlete needs to get their self ready for the games or the regionals. It's going to have, you know, conditioning. It's going to have your, um, it's going to have your wad. It's going to have your strength. It, you know, and like I said, I have mixed periodizations that I work into uh, into that. It's going to have uh, your Olympic lifting. It's going to have different pieces of your Olympic lifting. Um, sometimes there's multiple pieces in there. It's going to have gross conditioning, which is just you know just just getting out there and just pulling, pushing and carrying stuff you're going to have accessory conditioning where those are just things that you're either working stability uh, overhead or you're just working uh, more repetitions to really um, get more efficient or prof proficient in a, in a uh, movement and it's going to have a, a lot of midline work 
um, because everything's centered through the midline. It's going to have metabolic conditioning in there and it's going to have some gymnastics. But like I said, everything is volumized and tailored out for the athlete. So you'll see a whole bunch of stuff, but yet when you see that stuff, different people are working on different things, meaning that some people, after they get the, the meat and potatoes, they're working on their weaknesses. And so what I don't want is you get your meat and potatoes and then you just go to your strengths. I want, after you get your meat and potatoes, the focus goes to the weaknesses. And then once you focus on those weaknesses, as we build the volumes, then we can add our strengths towards the end. Because you still want to keep your strengths your strengths, but you want to improve your weaknesses more, uh, as much as you can. It's almost like playing a video game where you get, you, you have a, this character who has all these strengths and then you have these weaknesses and then you get some points. and. It barely moves up on the weaknesses, but it gets your character better. So the same thing is applied. Sweet. Uh, are you excited for regionals? You want to know something? Um, people were asking me if I'm excited about it. it you know, it, it's, it's... It's another competition. It's another competition, but you don't really feel anything until you're there and in the thick of things. Right now, I'm just trying to get myself prepped and prepared. And so it's, it's just going through, it's like a walk in the park again. You, you go through it, get yourself prepared. I know when I get there, I'll be ready to, you know, and I'll be like a, like a racehorse in, in the stalls ready to go. The, right now, there's nothing really to get excited about. It's just get yourself prepped and prepared. Yeah. What do you think of the workout so far? Um, man, they're going to be dirty, dirty. I, I mean, CrossFit has changed. Yeah, a little bit. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's getting dirty, dirty. I mean, these workouts are, they're, they're going, they, they're going, I mean, they all, the ones that I've done, they all hurt. So it's like, they're doing what they need to do. Mm. Um, I got to hear this, this uh, famous line. Why do you do the workouts over and over again? <sighs> do you know the line that I'm th talking about? Which one? You always say it. I always tell. I think China actually echoes it a bunch too. It's if you know the answers to the questions. Oh yeah, you shit. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't know your own line. No, that's a typical line. I've said it. I said it many times. I mean, shit. It, it's the truth. It's like if you're in school and you have a test and they give you the test questions. What the what the hell are you reading something else for? You study those damn. If it's multiple choice, I'm going to study those They're things. Not trick so I can you. just go in there and just. They give you the answers. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's like you can do, you can kind of do that in the open, but it's a little dangerous because you only have five weeks yeah. to do the actual workouts and you only have that that weekend to get it yep. done. But with regionals, they released it now, and especially as a West athlete. You have two you got, weeks. Yeah, two, three weeks to do it so, from the first yeah. one that's announced. So it's like, why you know, not I, do it a bunch of The last week, I probably won't do as much because I, I, I'm an older body and I need to let, recover, but... I'm wanting to hammer what I need to hammer in order for me to get myself prepared for what I need to get prepared for. Um, because at right now, you aren't going to really get too much fit, fitter. Um, well, at least me, I'm not going to get too much fitter in two weeks, but I can become more efficient. I can know where in the workouts I can push harder or where I need to back off. So I get to, I get to study them and see which are my strong points and where I can pick things up and where I need to back off. So, I mean, it's just, you know, just being more efficient in the workouts now. I'm not going to get fitter. I'm not going to shave 10 minutes off of something. It's yep. just going to, I'm just going to be a more efficient to shave seconds off versus yeah. minutes. Which means a lot, especially like the triple three, like every second will count in that one. But like, that's just going to suck. You're gonna, yeah, <laughs> it's going to suck that's no just, matter what you do. That with just, it. That's just going to suck. Awesome. I think. That's all we need to get. I think that was good. Thank you. Yep. It was a good conversation. Yep. And uh, hopefully get this edited as soon as possible. <laughs> Which, I don't know what that means anymore in my yep. life. 
Cool. Any, any last words for anybody? Uh, Everybody? You know, my, my whole thing is, is that I understand, you know, we talked earlier about the Maddox Method and the program and all that stuff. And um, like I said earlier, there's a ton of programs out there. You know, I could I can name five of them right off the bat. At the end of the day, whenever you're looking at a program, how, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. What I looked at was who are the, uh, who are the athletes who are on that program, okay? What have they, uh, you know, how are they performing? And if you're looking to build an engine, go to that program if they're building an engine. If you're looking to get stronger, go to that program to get stronger. If you're looking at a program that these people are just great at gymnastics, jump on that program and, and, and do the gymnastics. Basically, at the end of the day is when I jumped on a program, I looked at some other people and I was like, hmm, I want to I wanna have those capabilities right there. In my program, what I'm looking at is for myself is longevity stability but not only that being able to go out there and perform and unfortunately it's it, you know unfortunately i've started a little bit later so i'm a little bit older playing going against the young guys but yet i'm i'm going to hold my own and represent but not only that i'm going to really hold my own and represent in, the, in my own age group because it's the first year i get to go against guys who are my age and I'm not the old guy in that in that bracket anymore. I get to go and I get to compare and I get to show all my hard work and all my dedication and all this basically within this to be able to go out on that floor and compete. So at the end of the day, when you're looking at programs, whatever program you hop on, stick with it for a while. See if it works. See if it's doing you do justice. And if it does, then, then... It, go with it but if it's not giving you the results then change too many people are seeing this seeing that seeing this seeing that let me try this let me try that let me try this let me try that there's only so many rich frownings in the world and only so many matt frazier's in the world and those are very uh, you know jason Kleber. there are very few people i know who can do that and pick random things without programming stuff out and just kill people whereas a lot of other people have to really plan and strategize that stuff out there's only very few people that i've seen to do that like i said there's only very few jerry rices out there i mean actually one jerry rice you know <laughs> so so you know that's that's my whole thing if you get with a program stick with that program at least for six months to see what kind of results that it yields then make your decision if that's something you're going to continue with or discontinue yeah i mean there is a, a specific amount of time you should spend on at least the program because yeah. I, I remember hopping every three four weeks which is just barely enough like you still need that extra two weeks to see if you're improving because one week is definitely not enough time one week's enough time maybe to see if you like what's coming out of the program but what you like isn't necessarily what's going to make you better you know there there's a there's a saying that i got in this uh in this book it says um think and grow rich and, and it talks about right Right when you feel, you know, the, the problem with most people is right when they're about to witness success, right when success is right there at their door, they quit and they give up. And so sometimes you may, like, there's been times where I, where I'm here and I'm like, man, I haven't PR, I haven't PR, I haven't PR. What the frick is going on? And then boom, one day it just goes because I kept going at it. But then there's others who, they don't, they don't, they don't, and then they just quit. My whole thing is, is just stick with it, stick with it, stick with it, and then one day you're going to have that major breakthrough, and then you're going to understand all the blood, sweat, and tears, why you did everything that you did, and why, why you're doing it, and then once you witness that success, then you'll never look back. So. 
Perfect. Yep. I think that's, that is exactly where it's going to end. Yep. Thanks, bro. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for stopping by and watching this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, let me know down in the comments if you or someone you know is a perfect fit for this podcast. I'd love to get to know them. I'd love to reach out and see if there's a time that we can, we can get this done. And, of course, if you're new, hit that sub button, join the crew. I've got a lot of different types of content coming out that I plan to do. A lot of this and a lot of other things. If you're new to this channel, I also do vlogs here and there. And if you're not new, you know exactly what to do. Tap and go that like button, leave a comment, share this video. Those are the things that help grow the crew. And until the next one, I'll see you later. Crew, 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 crew. I'll see you later, crew. Bing.